Gladiators, welcome back today. I've got a double gladiator session with you. Today I have a father and son team uh, with an amazing story. So welcome back. Today I have Cars and Mario Vandenbroek. Correct. Correct. Very well. Pronounced well? <laughs> yes, Almost, amazing. yes. Thank Almost. Well, I, I make you a compliment. Correct. Yes, Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. Thank you. Say Mario. 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 Mario, but, uh, but your surname I spelled, I pronounced right. Yes. Vandenbroek. That's correct. Yeah. Sounds like royalty. So what, <laughs> we what get is that this, You are, yeah. So where does the name come from? It comes from a very clever grandfather. Uh, the, the, my, the grandfather from my mother's side was called Chu. He was a butcher. And the father from my father's side was called Marinus. And I was the first grandchild. So the first, the two of them were fighting because they said, no, 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 it's my name. No, 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 it's, yeah, it's my name. And then the clever one, Chu, who was the butcher, he said, let me come up with a solution. So he took Marie from Marinus and Eur from himself. So they made Marie. Oh. But it was too long. And as you also have difficulties to pronounce it like everyone, because who has a name like Marie, you know? He knew already before that later people would call me Chu. So he was, uh, he said, Smart. we'll be fine, yeah. And your surname, and I, but actually, you know, the funny thing is, tell me, my name is Saudi, Saudi, mm -hmm. right? It's an Arabic name. So I'm Iranian. So I want to know why, where this name came from. And in my head, I, well, maybe we're like warriors in the, in the Arab world or something like this. So I went and found my uncle in Austria. And guess what he said? We were butchers. Oh. <laughs> we were butchers and your surname was Butcher. So I would have been Doriush the Butcher. Okay. Right? But then the granddad didn't like it and changed it to Sudi for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and we have so we related, we butchers. Yeah. We have similar stories. So our last names are also from where we're coming from and businesses that we do. So our name is uh, actually uh, from the trouser, if you translate it to English. So yes. we were in trousers. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Textile. Like blacksmiths Textiles. and all this business. So, yeah. uh, so where are you from originally? Originally from the Netherlands. Okay. Yes. Born and raised. I'm going there next week. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, welcome. Can't wait. Holland's my third favorite city. And where do you go? Where you will be? Uh, Can I ask you? I stay at the Sofitel, uh, central Amsterdam. Central Amsterdam. Yes. Oh, amazing. Very nice place. I love it there. They have the most comfortable beds on the planet. <laughs> have you stayed so there? So you go there for the beds. You're going to sleep there. Well, the... you know what? I like sleeping. <laughs> well, I don't know what happens. When I go to Amsterdam, I think it's just the energy, the air, everything, yeah, and what's in the air. Absolutely. I sleep for 24 hours. <laughs> I just sleep for 20. I don't know why. The whole world's happening around me. I sleep for 24 hours and then wake up fresh. So there you go. This is also what I always enjoy most about Amsterdam. It's so busy everywhere. Me, myself, yes. I like to be laid back and calm a little bit, yeah. but I like things to be happening around me. So very often I just uh, take a, you have these boats on the canal. Observe. Yeah, and I just sit there with the open windows and then. Uh, you should yeah, do this. Yeah. You should take a trip on a boat and you pick, take a picnic and you go on through, through, the, through the canals. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's really. beautiful. I have done before, yeah. but it was a bit and with, a, with a guy with an accordion, you know, and the real Dutch music. <laughs> You know what I do though? I do sleep with the door open, uh, window open, sorry, and I hear people walking by. It's really nice to have that energy. Yeah, yeah that's 24-7. Yeah. 24-7, it yeah. just continues and continues yeah. and Beautiful continues. Place. What I find with um, Dutch is, is the level of tolerance, right? 
and they treat people with respect and people treat them with respect back, I feel. I think the more you try to confine people to rules, the more they misbehave. Like in England, where I come from, is people throw rocks at fire brigades and ambulances. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't see that. At the same time, the last time I was in Amsterdam, there was a couple of guys walking around with uniforms and they were doing community service. They were cleaning the streets, but the people know that they are naughty and they serve in community service. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not. But mm. Yeah, look, I think in Holland, it really depends on where you go. Yes. Amsterdam, we as Dutch people, we don't consider Amsterdam to be Dutch, to, yes, be, yes. to be the Netherlands. Yes. But uh, I, I totally agree with you. If you have a, have a little bit of space that you can maneuver in, mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have these extreme outbursts uh, because exactly. people can live and, and do their thing. And this is also what Amsterdam has to offer, I believe. Absolutely. And yeah. a lot of bicycles. A lot of yes. bicycles. Yeah. And don't they ride fast? Yeah. I was cruising and every kid, everybody's just driving past yeah. me. I said, you know, I need to exercise his legs, work uh, out. So how long were you in? Because um, you're, in, you're in a business that I have no idea about, but I love to know art. First, I know you're in design, but you were in art, correct? Well, art comes from design. You mm -hmm. first start with design, and, uh, and and then you see the need of art within your designs. And then you become passionate about certain art and certain artists, and then it happens, and then it just goes so through. So, share us your story. How did you get into design? Did you have an interest in design? Don't you be have to gay to be in design? Uh, art? Sorry, no, no you don't. Have exactly. To. Like yeah, here's a proof that you. Yeah, no, no I'm, just, I'm far from. I'm, yeah, I'm far that's from fashion, gay, but... right? No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, how do you get into design? First of all, I believe that you you have to discover your passion. You have to discover your roots, your roads, and whatever it is. And from the moment that you find your direction and you, you believe in it and you don't remember anymore if it is Sunday or Wednesday and if it is uh, 12 o'clock at night or it is 12 o'clock in, in the afternoon, uh, you, you go for that passion, then you find your, uh, your, your way. And I think that's what I did in design. Were you lucky you tripped over it or were you always as a child interested in this? It was very lucky actually how, how, it, how it happened. It was a coincidence. But, uh, and then you have a long road to go. Share with us a coincidence. Well, I started as I, we're talking about bicycles now in, in, in Amsterdam. I had a bicycle too. And we were uh, every Friday, Saturday, uh, driving to a pub bicycling to a pub with a bunch of friends and in this pub which was um, called a breuke a breuke is actually a, a word for broodje so it was a bakery he was a baker in the early days and um, this pub had these kitsch mirrors on the wall you remember them for sure with uh, all these colors and these gothic yes. designs and yes. and um, I had a friend who was in the glass business and he was also with me during this uh, Saturday evening and he was sitting in the terrace outside together with a lot of men and nice weather and I I saw these mirrors and said wow this is, uh, this is unique I, 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 why can we not make this and to personalize this so to see not this swaps or coca-cola or whatever no make 
cafe, bar, restaurant, the old timer, uh, since 1977, uh, with the beautiful Gothic ornaments and just the idea. So, and as my friend was in the glass business, and I had in my bedroom a small table, and that had a glass uh, a glass uh, f uh, top, yes. and this was broken. Costed me 25 guilders to repair it. I don't have the money. So I went outside, I had this idea, and I told my friend, I said, listen, I have this table in my bedroom. If I would sell you tonight a mirror with personalized, with the name of the of the pop and uh, with the name of the owner and blah, 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 like you have here, do you have an idea how to do that, how to fabricate this? And he told me, yeah, Meyer, you have to sandblast it or to etch it. So how does this work? So he explained me the story. He said, you know what? I'm going to sell you a mirror tonight. And then tomorrow I bring my table to you and you repair it for free. I said, okay, let's do that. So I went inside to this Pardon? goddess, beautiful lady, Dini. I was in love of her. <laughs> beautiful. I said, Dini, I have something for you. Like a young man, you know, I yes. was, what was I, 20 years old? And uh, I explained oh, my no. story. Put it away. <laughs> Put it away. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I sold it on the spot. So I went out very enthusiastic because my table, deal, yes. table will be repaired, you know, and yes. he will do the job. Half an hour later, I went to the opposite side of the road. There was Gerrit. He had another, another rest, a cafe. Yes. Explained the story and I sold it for 175 guilders instead of 150 to Dini. That night I sold three mirrors, the third one for 200 guilders, without knowing anything about it. So I told my friends, listen, you know, forget my table, we do this we together. Have a business, yeah. So then I started to also to, uh, to understand my creativity in design, my, my understanding very slowly, because I wanted to be a sports teacher. Wow. And it was so successful because with the first mirror under my arm, under my bicycle, I, I didn't bring it first to the bar. I, I brought it, I, I showed it first the to road. all yeah, these exactly. restaurants. And, uh, so it was like uh, uh, coming up like crazy. And then you discover that you make money. This is one, this is very nice. Uh, you can do things which you never expected. And then it comes to ambition. Then it comes to not only making more money, absolutely not. It comes to improve yourself and what you do, what you want to do. Then you reach out and you do your first exhibition. Exhibition is appreciated. You have 200 clients. You have people who are smiling for your work. You say, wow, this is nice. How can I make this even better? So you put your levels up, you study, you go ahead, you travel. I traveled already in 1980. I was here in Dubai. Uh, I had my first clients with interior architects because I was in the glass business, glass decoration. And from glass decoration, you come up to furniture. So you design. I had, uh, we had uh, the, the, the first glass chairs, full glass chairs, glass tables. Uh, we were on television in 1985. I like uh, the youngest entrepreneur in, uh, in in the Netherlands who are successful in these all these kind of things, you know. And uh, you develop yourself, and especially when you're open for the world, uh, when you're 
want to discover not your own small world, but you want to step outside, you dare to step outside, you, uh, you, you come in all these topics and all these failures. You come in all these, you know, it doesn't go like this, like a normal, it's normal a roller way coaster of life. ride. Yes. It's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, and that's that's the way it it went with us, and and always seeking for the headache. That's actually the right word. Look always for the seeking for look the for headache. the problem. Yeah, where other people let go, I don't let go. Mm -hmm. Our company doesn't let go. Do you still have the same partners as day one? No, no. But that's also logic, I think. I have still uh, one designer with me who's there for. I don't know, 35 years, 38 years, mm -hmm. yes. We have still a very loyal team, but I believe that's life. It's also when you are people young. People move on, people have different goals. Yeah, it's true, and, and, and suddenly you, you know, you have a, a bunch of friends when you are in, uh, in, 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 in your, when you're little, in your class, you have 30 friends, then it become 10, and then become at four or five. Then why is that? Because you grow or they grow. You don't level up anymore. That's the way life is. Are you still friends with them? Sure, some, some of them. Those people sat in the pub with you that day. Do they look back and think, "Wow, look what happened"? I have no contact with them anymore. No, what a no. shame. Yeah. But no, it's not because I didn't want. But I, my life is is international. My life is so, woof. So um, tell me, from the point that you were selling glass yourself with mirrors, to the first time you employed someone. And you had a company. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that journey. What you had to go through. How old were you? Yeah. And then you had. You I had, wish I you could show pay, you. I you could had to show pay you salaries, right? Which, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could show you pictures because that makes it more. We had a very futuristic showroom uh, where I was placing, helping, you know, in the construction and the and everything. Uh, because it's yours, it was yours, and you, I didn't have any staff. There was nothing. It's your baby, my baby. Yeah, uh, I partnered up in my first business with uh, with someone. I uh, we had for twenty three years this relationship. Yes. I got the opportunity to travel. I got the opportunity to design, to get my to get, and he was taking care of the production. Yes. So that was actually a very good, very good experience. And the worry, the worries came from the moment that you have to pay salaries. That's mm. very, very correct. Then there comes also the the must in your in your business. You must perform. You must sell. You must, and that makes it very intriguing in one side, and the other side, it uh, in design is emotion. I'm not selling a box of match matches. It can also be a very much a goal to sell another brand of matches and um, to make that world famous. But it's another thing with design. Design is emotion. So when emotion comes into business, emotion is also uh, can be can be a tricky thing, especially when you are uh, when you are, when you have to think about salaries, when you have to think about costs, when you have to think about actually business so in our in our business we sell emotion it's only about this we are selling something for so much money sometimes where the client 
didn't wake up thinking I wanted. Yeah, and he gets a piece of paper. That's yeah, it. They didn't wake up thinking today I'm going to purchase this. No, you have no, to no. sell that emotion. No, to so that, that, this takes maybe a year, two years, three years, mm-hmm. four years mm-hmm. before they really see the results. So trust is it, and trust you can only get by confidence. I think. Yes. Confidence is what you can earn from your client, but first you have to get, you have to get it yourself. Mm-hmm. Where do you get it from? You get it from your experience, that what you say is no bullshit, that that you perform, that you give the service, that you give the quality, and that you do what you promise. That, that's uh, that's so it. So would you say you were a, a salesman first? And um, then I think I was a passionate designer or creative designer. Look, in terms of sales, I think he always says, um, I'm an artist that had to become a businessman. That's what he always mm. says. And the first step was sales, but then he actually produced himself. So if you go back to our home country, there is a, a gas station where they had this high pressure air machine where he could use the sand and with the sand that he put on the on the floor and then he was sandblasting the mirrors yeah. himself so he learned the, the craft himself and up till today you see all these marks in where the you stones were, where you were doing it yeah right? in the snow in the so we would go there sometimes and uh, have Reminisce. a look at it to go back in time like this is where we are so do you have do you have siblings yeah we are with five five they're all in the business no, I'm the only one in the business. How come? Uh, look, having a, your own business, and especially in the way um, my dad did his business, and what. By I the way, sorry, are you the youngest, oldest, middle? I'm the middle one. Middle one, okay. Please. What I also incorporated from my dad is never settle for anything less than the best. Whatever you do, never settle for anything else than the best. And. Putting this standard for yourself, you go out of your way to to do that. And he had an international life, worldwide showrooms in uh, Riyadh, uh, Dubai since 1980, New York, uh, everywhere, all over the place. So we never got to see him a lot. Mm-hmm. As children, young children, you don't understand, right? Because you say, uh, why is Papa always gone? Why is he never here? And uh, we go on holiday once a year with him for two weeks and for the rest we see him one day every two weeks. So as, as little children, you start building a, a feeling about this business, like he's taking, this is the business is taking my father away from me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think this has impacted a lot on my siblings to um, put them off, to put them off. Yeah, whereas I, uh, at one point, uh, I have always liked working with my hands from a very young age, 12, 13 years old. And uh, I was always out for uh, making some extra bucks and money. So there's a lot of factories in our home cities that we, our own factories and factories we worked with. So I would go there on the weekend sometimes. If there was a project that he was finishing for chandeliers, I would go help the people. So I got involved and then I got the chance to do an internship. I did an internship before while I was studying international business. And I didn't learn much, uh, as interim ships normally are, right? You make coffees all day. You make coffees all day. You've been put in the chair. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, Dad, look, I need to do this other internship and I want to actually do something. So can I please come in internally in your company? So he said, yeah, okay. 
we not we didn't speak much honestly i was uh, with the team in the bottom uh, while well, i started brooming the floor of course but um mm -hmm. this is where i got in into the product and sourcing of everything so i always knew my dad did interiors but i never knew till what extent and sure. if you go into the operations of what we do and what especially what my father does is to such a luxury level where everything is bespoke but everything everything is custom made from a door handle to a table leg uh, to a wallpaper you can go as bespoke as you wish now logistically and that was the department i was in you sometimes had a table with 20 different materials and the metal needed to come from this country this from that country and it all comes from all over the world to one location to assemble it packed and then shipped and for each material the master is allocated so we will never take say hey you make this table you source the metal you source the glass you source the veneer no we give you the veneer from here we give you the metal from here we give you this from here everything is and that's why i said never never settle for anything less than the best and that's really what he does so getting to know this i was like wow it's unbelievable what he's doing and then i started also appreciating the other side and i understood why he was always away and being being so busy with what busy. he was doing do you felt like if you work you get closer as well i think me and my dad the mm -hmm. chance that me and my dad now have uh, and the relationship that we have built and are building it's something that we can be grateful for every single day. I don't think many people have this chance to do this with your father. And um, it's one thing to just follow a father, and it's another thing to work together with your father. And I think uh, even though uh, the age difference, the, the age gap, uh, all the experience that I can learn of, I bring a very different skill set to the table. And uh, I think together we uh, are a very good team. Mutual respect. A very mutual respect yeah everything is discussed every day idea is on the table and uh, we always find the solution uh, together yeah so thank you the structure of the company now you still have factories you said in now we work with factories we you have license contracts mm -hmm. uh, we have license contracts in, in different countries where we produce under our treasures treasures is the name treasures international and um, we have our own uh, project management, we have our own installation team, all with uh, treasures, so it's all under our umbrella. Indeed. But we work with different factories, and it's also needed to work with different factories, because everyone has his own metier. Everyone, this is one, this company is the top of the uh, upholstery, that one is the top in metal, that one is the top in, in, in wood, this lacquering. So it's, you have to... You need it. You need it, yeah. So as an artist, do you look back and you think, you know, I, I did good because you're artist stroke businessman, right? Because they're totally different things, running a business yeah. and being an artist. Yeah. And you can't, you don't get many rich artists. No. It's like you don't get many rich authors, right? So where, where is your, give me your top three um, nuggets so listeners can learn from you. How do you run a successful business? And then my next question is going to be scaling because you've scaled. You've gone from being in Holland to having showrooms all over the world. So I, you have to be a businessman. If you're not a businessman, you lose it. 
You cannot just float on clouds, you know, and do what you want. You have to listen to people. I think that is the first thing you have to do always in life. When you're young, you believe that you know the whole, you know everything. Because you studied. It's like Did you have anybody helping you when you were young? Your father? My, fa my father. When I reached the age of 27, only from there. When he saw my, my, uh, that I could be successful, then he started to... Getting attention. To attention, attention. Yeah. But what I wanted to say is, um, what did I say just now? Running your business. You were saying people yeah. got to realize it's a business. Yeah, to listen, to learn to listen. You know, if you have a driver's license, you believe that you can drive a car, but you cannot. You only learn it maybe in one year or in two years. Then you see the difficulties, how it is. Then you an accident here or a bump here. And that's that's the way uh, with business as well. I mean, uh, you, you can have your creativity and you can be as creative as, as you want. The business part comes in to know that you have to be special. Mm -hmm. It drives your creativity to a higher level. It's not the other way around. It's you have to realize you you want to make money. You want to be successful. You want to wake up and that other people are uh, no, no, that I am sleeping and someone in Tokyo is waking up and looks at the, at the vitrine and looks at the table and say, wow, this is beautiful. That's my goal. My goal is to be internationally respected for what we do. And that's also my duty in life, I think. Your purpose. Yes, the purpose. I, I mean, uh, it's not only the purpose for your family, it's the purpose also for other people. And um, so that, that's, that's what I think uh, where, the, where the combination is. And, and, you, and, and then you have to come, become a businessman. And luckily enough, I can still have uh, the, the, the creativity in myself to bring this on the table each day and it comes out of me like no no problem i never have to think about anything when i when i meet a client i read the client first that is actually the only thing what i i'm, I'm I, I believe i'm good at mm -hmm. and your gift my gift yeah to read the client and to see i do not have to live in this residence it's not mine I'm only the, the how you call this, uh, the one who was behind the orchestra, who was doing the... Composer. The composer. I'm the composer. The client has a melody, but he doesn't know. He has a whisper, he, uh, but he doesn't know how to make this together. So I do this for him or for her and to make this. And then the client, when we are ready with our designs, the client looks at us, how do you know? How did you know this? That that's that's yeah. the job. You see, as a business owner, sometimes you got to make tough decisions, like you got to fire tough. people and so forth. Was that difficult for you? Yeah, it was because when you're passionate about something, it's difficult. You make to... very easy mistakes mm -hmm. and a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. Too impulsive, uh, too quick, too sure of yourself. Um, easy money. Okay, let's do this. Let's invest it. Let's go here. Let's do that. Yeah, that's it's a big, uh, big learning curve. Long so long. money education was important to you. Yes, still is. Amazing. Uh, your organization. Are you still a head designer? Is that what you are currently? You yeah, lead. You, 
and yes, I lead I lead my bespoke projects. Okay. Uh, what Cast was just explaining you and bespoke, real bespoke. That's yes. what I do. Yes. But Cast is uh, on board because not only because for sure not because but Cast uh, told me, Papa, I want to develop the level just below bespoke. To get, you know, in bespoke, you have clients from for millions. But when these clients say, yeah, no, 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 let, let, let's forget it. I don't do it. You are spending six months of work. And then where that, to go. And so no. So your 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 turnover in a one year can be this can be this can mm -hmm. be this can be that. Mm -hmm. So to reach this line, it is needed to have you have your bread and butter, you know, your cash flow. And cast uh, took care of this much better than I did. And uh, much more now, uh, so uh, going into a level which is just below, more reachable for people. Also working with uh, with uh, with uh, what is it with the standard furniture, high level, very nice. Not to do any project, but to do very beautiful, exclusive projects still, but affordable. And also in timelines. We are much more quick. We can deliver much more fast, etc. So, that's a very good, uh, very good. Uh, Has that project started? Has it taken off now? Or yeah, yeah. I always love uh, listening how he how he explains yeah. it. You know, because it it always uh, tells me uh, where he is thinking. You know, oh. because uh, the level that we do, this is what uh, what they call here in Dubai seven star, right? Yes, and. Um, the clients that he is working with, you're really talking uh, multi-billionaires, celebrities and royal families. Wow. So it's the very few. You do maybe one project a year, maybe two, if you're very lucky. <laughs> and um, the level that we created below is like the highest level they do here in Dubai, because I don't believe I have not seen no. anyone doing bespoke. Everyone uses the word bespoke and but custom and correct. It's an overused word, mm -hmm. uh, which is why it lost its value, I believe, in current uh, current day. Mm -hmm. um, but this is his mache. This is what he loves doing. Everything is custom made <laughs> as far as you want to go. Bathrobes, cutleries, you can go. And the business model below that caters to the top 5%, I would say. That's your part. That's uh, my part. Uh, and... Um, I think this is uh, still very high net worth individuals. Larger numbers. Larger numbers. Yeah. Um, but keeping the same principles by heart as we do in the bespoke. Mm -hmm. We don't settle for anything less than the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I've been raised with a holy Bible, as we call it, that service, quality, and doing what you promise. And this throughout the whole organization, everyone takes by heart. This is how we execute our works. Hey, you said you had other showrooms. Are they still open and trading? Yeah. Right now so. we have uh, in Holland, uh, we have Monaco, we have Qatar, and we have Dubai. Okay. And Dubai is now opening in two weeks' time. So This is the section that you're going to be operating at the top 5% uh, level? Both sections okay. we have there. Yeah, you you enter this wonderful premises. I I hope because we are in two weeks Where away from it. Where is it? In City Walk, wow. just next. I'd love to, to get uh, an invite. Just oh, next. I'll be honoured. Be sure yeah. you have an love invite. To, next love to, to Cadillac or also. Yes, Cadillac I know exactly Cadillac. where it is. Yeah, wow, nice. And uh, so you walk in into an art gallery. 
where we present about 20 artists from all over the world, which we know because we uh, do, do we use their art yes. in our projects and very happy to have them. And then, um, and there you have your experience. So from the art, you see the design and you see, uh, we can welcome people. Uh, and then next to this beautiful premises, we have uh, our architectural office, our design office, where we are very happy to show our clients what we do because you know try to go into a design office here or for you, you have a project which you need an interior designer you meet in a room there's a television on the wall there's maybe a designer and a salesman and they show their projects and that's it and then you have to tell your story what you want and then they promise what you, they can do but you can never look in the kitchen you never uh, what is this company who are you mm -hmm. And that's what we wanted to achieve. It's all transparent. You come into the office, you see what we do, you feel what we do, you see people at work, you see there are 15 people working on designs and everything, you see materials, you feel the vibe. And that's needed for clients, I think. Yes. And then we come back to trust. Yes. That's what gives the yes. trust. And also the relationship is stronger because you hold the hand throughout the process. Yeah, exactly. So recruiting people for here, was it easy or have you brought people in from Europe? We have brought people in from our other offices. Mm -hmm. As uh, What we do if we start in a new city or country, we bring in key members mm -hmm. from our existing offices mm -hmm. that are used to the structures of working. And with these key pillars, we then expand. Yeah. So these guys are used to traveling and yes, opening new yes, stores. Yes, and stuff. Yes. Oh, they Amazing. love it. Yeah. Amazing. Dubai, of course. Yeah, yeah, and this also gives us the chance to set something up properly mm -hmm. and not have this... Good foundation. Good foundation, because, and especially in a country as Dubai, people come, people go, people come, people go. It's only about the money and about the best offer. And obviously, uh, that's everyone's right. And it is about the money if you're, if you're employed. Uh, but we are very passionate driven and uh, emotional driven. And um, for us, it's very important that we become one family. And it's we... a huge investment for you as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Huge investment uh... because there's no income. You're moving everybody here. The highest salaries than most people. Wow. Amazing commitment. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. Yes. So you're in the mirror business and then suddenly you're going to the bespoke. Somewhere along the way, you transitioned to bespoke. <coughs> Somewhere along the way, it was high net worth individuals, right? So what I find in my own world and most of my clients is self-worth. It's because they, we can't afford it. We can't imagine somebody wanting their lounge room for $2 million or $5 million. Does that make sense? So where, where did you learn to charge what they were happy paying? Because you can almost, when you're talking to a billionaire, you can charge too little, little, right? Then they'll dismiss you. Am I correct? They think like, you're too cheap. Where do you where do you position yourself? And what was that? Do you remember that first deal when you went home and, oh my God, mm. I don't know, fifty million dollars. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, higher. You probably higher figures. No, I no, have no, no idea. No, no, no. It's not. You know, um, from the moment that a client discovers that he's buying value for money, then you discover it as well. Give me the moment, that first client of yours, you remember, you were selling mirrors and getting to design. Suddenly this big ticket comes 
and the skill you needed to close that deal because yeah. you, you make you you kind of I like, was not I was not ready for it. Oh, uh-huh, that's I want I want you to tell no, me about that, I was please. Not ready for it. Did you ever charge too little? And you think, oh my god, he would have paid ten times more. Oh yes, sure. <laughs> tell it's, me, it's still give happens. me some examples, please. Yeah, examples, my God, examples. There's so many. Mm. <laughs> it's an encyclopedia. Give, give us the juiciest ones. Yeah. I'll uh, give you one example while you're thinking. Tell me both. Yeah. One of the rulers of the country came to me and said, we are going to... Um, I have to be careful what I said because we are in this country. <laughs> we, are going, we need a marketing company to help one of the biggest um, uh, tourist operations in, in Dubai. Mm. And uh, we sat down, we calculated the number, and I thought, well, hang on, this is one of the ruling family. Me and I might even get, get paid on time at five times the price. Five times our normal price, okay? We gave it over. They said it was the best thing ever. But when he got to the table of this individual, they said they're too cheap. And then when somebody 50 times the price who didn't even have an office in Dubai, mm. it was so big ticket, they were Italians, they open up a marketing company. They failed after a year, but we were even at five times the price. We were pitching too low. Yeah, it was too cheap to be good on delivery. That's what we perceived to be. Yeah, I believe that you have to. Whatever you do in life, you have to. Uh, it should be worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then there comes a moment that you can ask an extra value beside that it is worth it because people would love to work with you because they hear from someone or this and that and they say don't go anywhere else go to this guy and then comes the moment that you can ask more money mm-hmm. the so, trust is there first yeah. yeah it is it's it's a step step by step you know why do you have lawyers who are charging just 150 dollars an hour and why do you have them who are charging 2500 dollars an hour exactly. that's the way it is mm-hmm. This guy is worth it. Why? Because he proved himself that he's worth it. Now you have a brand, but at the beginning, yeah, get you into the bespoke. Yeah, tell us about that journey. Well, the problem is with bespoke is that uh, the more you, uh, especially in the beginning, where you're not known, where you're not, and still we are on that way. We are still on this travel to to come in, into this. Uh, but uh, in the beginning, when you have very high end clients and they trust you with a huge project mm-hmm. when you finish and the client is very happy they don't talk about you anymore they don't want no to. they don't it's private it's their you're their secret it's their treasure wow. from treasures interesting so meaning they are afraid that you take a project or the, and it's logic it's logic a client wants to protect himself because he's finding himself in his mm-hmm. treasure box, which he, in his values, in his. So to step out of that, it um, it, it takes another. Uh, it, it takes marketing. You remember when, in your mastery, when we when we were talking about uh, this referral uh, game. Yes. And. Uh, if you signed up a client or you finish the project, hey, can you please? Uh, you don't get that in your do, business. We can't. Yeah. I, I asked you at the time, like, is yeah. there a way? But there for, are ways, though. There are uh, ways. That's what I would love. We to will sit down and you. talk. If yeah. you're happy, we can sit down. There are ways. Yeah. There are ways. Yeah. But I do understand they're very, very competitive on that level. 
and they just want to keep everything themselves to get that edge, have that yes. edge in everything. You mm -hmm. can't get that successful unless you're truly competitive. Do you find the richer they are, the more difficult they are, the easier they are? No, 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 no. There's no easy money. There's never easy money. The more rich they are, the not the more difficult they are, but you know, demanding. Men in business think in numbers. They don't think in uh, value for. They don't. Have, they're not interested in how much this chair would be or this table would be. They're thinking, okay, this are this is the project. I want to give five million for this project. That's it. So if you go above, you have to explain yourself. Mm -hmm. If you stay below, okay, no problem. This table is twenty thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. They don't care shit. It's all about numbers, total, and that's logic. A woman is completely different in a, in, in in her thinking way of thinking, but businessman on the level where, where I where my clients are, are, are that's the way it is, and it's very tough, mm -hmm. very tough, because to explain something which is that it needs more money is to people who are so convinced of themselves and have so proven in the world for themselves, so successful. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. So the battle never stops. It's constant, constant. No, no. When we have a price, it's a price. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I, I, uh, you know, know... To impress, to satisfy, that is constant for you. You've got to always surpass their expectations. You always got to give value. You always got to... But that's not, that's not uh, difficult for me. For you? No, it's not difficult. Also, yeah. not for our team. Wow, amazing. No, not at all. I'm so they can, they can hold their own with the prime minister of a country, or you're the only one that they, they speak with? Sorry? If, let's say, one of your clients is a prime minister of a country, mm -hmm. and would you be happy sending your team to speak with them? Never. Uh-huh. Never. But that's not because my team is not capable. But they want to only but have I have dealings the with one that I am the messenger. I am the one who has to give this and the designer the energy and the, and, the, and the designer yeah isn't that a concern that there's a bottleneck that everything yeah. depends on you you know that is also the worry of companies like this yeah and you can be successful as you can be uh, but it is absolutely impossible to sell a company like this without me and that's why we are now also developing the stage with my son much more that we have a self-running business which just have to be controlled and with good people but it is more easy to come to uh, and I not that I'm thinking of selling not at all not at all I will, I will continue I will be uh, killed scalability, like in, uh, right I mean as yeah, an individual it's, a bottle, it's only so much time yeah I hope I hope you have to, a limit as yeah. an individual I hope my aunt will come in the arena like a gladiator <laughs> <laughs> No, this is what he always says. I wow. want to die in my uh, in my uh, harness. Harness, yeah. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, I've had two heart attacks already, and it's not my time. I've got so much more to do, so much more to give. It's just constantly going uh, forward. My God. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Take care of yourself, man. Oh, totally, totally, absolutely. Some things are hereditary. You know, I inherited it from my family, and you just have to, like you said, take care of it. So there was no stents. My father died at 29 of a heart attack. But there was no stents there. It was just, you know, now I've had it. I had the stents in. I'm as good as, good as new. So I think you shouldn't ever worry. You should always be positive, optimistic, and your body responds that way. Yeah. Stressing and worrying is just totally useless. Yeah, but that's, that's also an art. 
That's also to how to, how to yeah, handle it, yes. especially when you're ambitious and when you go to discover the world and uh, to go into into this adventure. Yeah. And you have to you have to fall down. You have to fall on your nose and bleeding like hell, and then uh, to go on again and learn from it. Yeah, having having stores in top places on the planet, Monaco here huge commitment because like if there's constants rent is going to be a constant there salaries is constant mm -hmm. so it's a huge risk to take yeah it was before mm -hmm. now you know you have it now we know now we know we've stabilized we have uh it, it was a quite a journey yeah so it is that's it and I, especially i come back to the to the fact that first place you are a designer so the emotion comes first then the businessman and now you discover that you you balance it you don't take your drastic decisions anymore you don't go just because of no we do, do well, feelings we, or testosterone or something no, like this yeah. mama, i tell you this now but when you come to our premises now in city walk you say wow and i i start to, i tell to myself we invested far too much to, money in this to make it beautiful but yeah that's it it's also who we are and what we stand for. Yeah. 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 yeah you have to represent your work is going to represent what you're about. Yes. So does it help to have showrooms in top cities in the world? It's not showrooms. The, or art yeah. galleries or galleries, would you call it? No, it's actually an it's a combination. experience. It's a showroom office. It's an experience center. Wow. If you talk about the office here now, you really get into an experience. Uh, it's the design, interiors and architecture, it's the art gallery and real estate brokerage working together. But you come in in an art gallery. So uh, because CityWalk is a retail area, it's very nice for people to walk in and, and see the art. The art for us is, is not a business model. It's not mm -hmm. there to uh, as a no as a profit as, center. As a profit center. Yes. It's there because we sincerely appreciate these artists wow. and we believe that a workspace should be creative and people should be surrounded by creativity. Mm -hmm. Of course, when people like the art and we're more than happy to sell them the art, but it's not a, it's not a business in itself, but it's it's an experience. And from there, people can go into the design section, into the brokerage section, and it's a platform working together, catering to the same people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone has, is willing to buy an apartment or a or villa and mm -hmm. wow, you do interior design, wow, you do art. Hey, Brings okay. you in the brokerage, are you developers yourself or are you brokering, do you have, do you own the apartments or no, you just, the no, real We estate. have done, uh, my dad is, is doing some, uh, together with some friends, buying houses, flip, uh, renovating Amazing them, flipping business. them. Okay. In Dubai? No, not in Dubai. Okay. No, but um, yeah, we're looking to do this in Dubai as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, not only with our own money, but also for, I would call it our own private members club. That, that yes. we, because all these clients, you you don't do one project, you do two, three, four, five. If they ask you to do, can you do my yacht? Uh, he does the yacht. So you build, uh, you become family. You're with these people for 12, 13, 14 years. You see, he has seen their kids growing from three-year-old to, uh, to, to grown-up man. So you become so close. So this is what we're looking to do. First of all, now we want to set up the, the business, get it running, and then we will start spending our time in adding on to that platform um, as long as it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be catering to the same people. Well, mm -hmm. people have uh, a 
high net worth individuals have uh, they need family office services for instance I'm just saying something right uh, so potentially this is uh, something that we will expand into as long as we know that we can perform on the highest level otherwise we will not take the decision to add that oh. to the platform so this is how we're looking uh, at it and yeah yeah, there's a lot of going on in the real estate business here. We all know every waitress is even a real estate broker here. <laughs> true, true. And uh, so we, uh, the trust, uh, I feel that the trust in the in the real estate, especially in Europe, Maybe like to that. invest in Dubai is very scary. Mm-hmm. People are not, uh, so you're, you're, again, trust. And uh, we have to build that trust slowly because yeah. our métier is not coming from there. Our, we have to learn, we have to go through learning curves. But we have our principles and what Kast just uh, explained, and that, that's, that's actually the basis of it. I wanted just to say art. You, uh, that was your first yeah, question. Yeah, I've got so many things to discuss. Yeah, please. Yeah. You know, uh, what we find most of the time, people who are doing, our, doing an interior for their own home, they discover a white wall and they say, oh my God, we need a painting here or a sculpture. Put something there. Put something there. So they find out after they decorated their home that it needs a painting. Now that's not done. In our way, we start putting the art in our designs, the the measures. uh, So it becomes part of the design, becomes part of the interior. Not an added thing. Yeah, it's very true. Didn't think of that. Yeah. And uh, I've always done that. Well, the space here, better get something to put it there. Yeah. 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 So that that's that's uh, that's our our philosophy with uh, with art, and so it is not an added thing. It's something which starts from the beginning. This is where we want to do, and also to to teach your client to learn your client. Because sometimes clients are so attached by the paintings they have or the sculptures they have that they cannot let go. Okay, fine, but we have to find a place and a way because it doesn't match with the design direction. Yes. It doesn't, but we find a way. Yes. So, not that you that it completely screws up the mm-hmm. full interior by having uh, what is it? A Van Gogh can be millions, but it doesn't fit in this. So you have to find this, uh, this this way, and what we do a lot is. is have to... you moved Van Goghs? No, 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 no. Picassos? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you get to learn a lot about your clients' businesses while you're working with them? I hope so. That's uh, that's that's the nicest thing what you can have. Do they ever come to you and say, "Look, I'm prepared to invest. Let's do this somewhere. Business opportunities with them." Uh, your I peer keep, group must be huge, amazing. Yeah, but I keep that separate. Uh-huh. I don't want to mix that. And uh, from the moment they come to us, Mario, do you know someone because in your network is this? Can we recommend you this? But that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is wise to do that mixture and to be and uh, designer and to be uh, to give business opportunities for mm-hmm. people. I. I I don't think that's the, the stick to what you yeah they know who you are yeah yeah okay. business opportunities yes sure but then with not with my clients and in design no I don't think so okay it's hard to say no isn't it yeah yeah hard to say no um, the world is talking about recession there's not much money around 
and you're just opening showrooms designed for the wealthy. So how do you feel about money and the rich, the poor, the divide? What's your opinion? God, it is like everyone says, the richest, the most richest people get richer. And so the difference between rich and poor get, uh, get much more, uh, more and more and more and more. So there's still money around? Oof, huge, 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 huge. But recession, you talk about recession and even rich people uh, will say to their wife or other way around, listen, this Hermes back, uh, sorry, but not today. Mm-hmm. It's in the head. It's nothing to do with money. No, no, leave my Bugatti. I don't take it now. Mm-hmm. I will not spend this villa now in the Côte d'Azur. No, no, not now. And they are sitting on a, I don't know how much, but it's it's logic. Mm-hmm. So recession is not only for uh, for middle class or poor people. It's also uh, you feel it. Uh, you go to your to to the most exclusive shops in the world and ask their turnover when there is a recession. For sure. Uh, everyone is feeling that recession is affecting everything and everyone. What they've realized since COVID that if you get people wanting it, they'll spend more. That's why they're still putting lines outside shops. It's becoming now. Um, Although they don't have to, they can serve everyone. If right? you look at fashion, for instance, fashion is uh, is branding yes. brands. Yes. Everyone needs to wants to go for brands. If you don't have a Dolce Gabbana, or you don't have a Balmain, or you don't have an Armani, or whatever it is. Oh, no, these shoes are wonderful, but what is in there? Oh, no, no, okay, no. That's the trend of today. And uh, so branding is extremely important. Are you a brand in the design well, business, would you think? Uh, no, we are uh, on the way of, uh, of being known, actually. But to be known as uh, Nike... <laughs> You're far away, and I don't think it's yeah, needed. I don't think, yeah, you will, not... then you lose your exclusivity. Exactly. Um, but in Monaco, for instance, you've been yes. there. While, are you a brand? Fifteen years, yeah. So you are a brand there. Yeah, people know. we are. Wow. People know us. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And what's Qatar, happening? What's happening over there? Uh, the same thing. What is happening in Europe? Uh, I believe that uh, we are really suffering and, 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 and will suffer much more in the, in, the, in the future. Not that I wish to be pessimistic, but I see it uh, around me. I see the money disappearing. I see the opportunities disappearing. Mm-hmm. People who are in, for instance, in the Netherlands, you have entrepreneurs, you have people who have so much money who wish to want to invest in real estate or in developments that is and that. If they can make in the end 3 to 4%, that's the maximum they can do. Crazy. Because of taxes. Inflation running at uh, Because of 10%, taxes, inflation, etc., yeah. etc. Et so what they do? They run with their money to countries like here. And that's what's happening. The, the, the Ukrainian war. Look what happened with all these, uh, these Russians. All these people who were victimized in, 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 by blocking, etc. I can tell you stories about this. Yes. So unfair. Okay, yes. Some of them are, but the majority of what I know, innocent, innocent, completely innocent, innocent business people, yeah, innocent business people, and not only business people, mm. also people who work for a salary affected. And uh, so, what do you expect? It's going down, and here it's going up. Yeah, I think if you look at the recession, uh, it's unavoidably that this is going to come, right? Whether this is six months, a year, two years, three years, five years, but. 
it's around the corner. But during recessions and improvement, the rich get richer. Yeah, and I think if you look at Dubai as of today and, and what it has become over the last years, uh, I've not been here since uh, 2007, so I don't I have not seen the ups and downs. Um, but when I assess, I think there's a very big difference with the past and now in Dubai, where Dubai has become uh, a primary residence instead of just yes, a tourist, holiday home or a something. Holiday yeah. Home. Yeah. Money, uh, people have moved their ecosystems mm-hmm. to Dubai. So I don't foresee Dubai crashing down where everyone is going to leave because where are you going to go? No, if correction. everything falls apart, there's only one place in the world you go, which is Dubai. Absolutely. Or Monaco. But Monaco, uh, you can't, can, it, barely, yeah. can barely get in. So recession is coming, yes. Uh, over the last years, every event that has happened, Dubai has benefited from it. And uh, I think um, this is by far not the end for Dubai of benefiting from what's happening. No. So the future looks good. I, I foresee Dubai to be uh, one of the places in the world yeah, I think that so. will be good. I think so. Yeah. And they've proven resilient, haven't they, over the years? Yes. So amazing. And the knowledge which uh, what is here in Dubai, the knowledge on every aspect, every it's enormous. It's quick decisions. So the infrastructure. There's the so many bright people here. Yes. So many bright. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Right. How one man's vision can do all this? Yeah, it's really quick incredible. decisions. Yes. on the spot, and it's done. Easy mm. to, to easy to talk to people. Easy to connect to people yes. okay tomorrow afternoon or whatever Stop. you can meet people very easy uh, there's no snobbism at least not that's what i feel yes and when you go in countries like uh, europe it's very very difficult to talk to a mm-hmm. ceo or to mm-hmm. yes yeah, ceos have their mobile number on the cards exactly you never have that in europe no it's never been easier to get hold of someone than it is here. No. and there's also a certain freedom that you feel here we were talking about this before you really feel free in what you're doing but at the same time also very secure and safe mm-hmm. yeah but that's but monaco is also secure yeah. and safe i remember going to monaco 30 years ago and there was cameras everywhere and yeah you felt safe it's everywhere yes that's still isn't uh, it yeah, it's not anymore as i think as before it was a celebrity hub spot mm-hmm. right it's monaco. not so much I don't think Monaco has has that anymore. Yes, it has, but as it is more um, engaged with 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 uh, yeah, everyone is welcome <laughs> in in Monaco, but still, it is very much. It's more diluted now than it's it more was diluted. Before. It's very exclusive, but it's more diluted mm. than yeah. But before still, it was kind of a Hollywood, right? Yeah, but very small though, isn't it? It's very it very is, small. It is very small. Yeah, here is huge. Yeah. So tell us about your launch of your business. What are you doing? How how is it? Go- the ev- is it going to be an event? Are you doing a soft launch? Tell us. Yeah. So two weeks. W- what, two weeks from now, we're opening the offices. Um, what is our main goal? Our main goal is to make people and families happy, to provide value to them. We want to advise. Uh, we don't want to sell. We want to advise and we are, want to add value. And if we can bring that, then cooperation is automatically there. What we do is design um of architecture and interiors we do project management uh, for construction and fit out and within this we we also limited what we do local Mm -hmm. to guarantee the outcome of the project so 
with our experience in the GCC, we know which things you can do local and which things you should not. And there's one thing you shouldn't do in Dubai, which is depending on contractors. Mm. So we have very strict contracts and contractors that we work with that work according to our terms and conditions. So we protect the client in that way. We project manage the full process and we give them limited scope. Uh, then we work with all over the world, our, our partners. Uh, for instance, joinery works. Uh, we will take them from abroad uh, because I, I, it's like Quality. a makeup, right? Yes. Uh, so everything that is visible, we don't want to be done uh, locally. Of course, there are certain, certain uh, exceptions. But certain we, criteria they have to go through, certain standards, precise. history of work, projects, yeah. and so no on. risk. Yeah. No risk. So mm -hmm. this is um, what we try to bring to the table for our customers mm -hmm. because we have seen too, suffer, uh, people suffering too much and it yeah. has to be over. Everyone has a story. Everyone has lost money. Yes. And this is what we, uh, what we try to guard. And then apart from that, what we do ourselves is furniture, uh, curtains, everything. Uh, so we like to, to make people lives easier and happy to create beautiful things for them. The art gallery uh, was selling beautiful pieces uh, that people can get inspired by and uh, we're sourcing their beautiful uh, homes for investment opportunities. Right. And, uh, Are you inviting, uh, is it going to be a grand opening? Is it going to so be? So there will be a grand opening, mm -hmm. but we're going to wait a little bit, uh, most likely in December. Okay, so you're going to open soft. Yeah. We're going to open yeah. soft. Invite uh, certain groups of people, certain clients, mm -hmm. certain nationalities. Mm -hmm. Very Select. 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 Little. How are you inviting them? Uh, personal relationships. Okay. And uh, there's You're also... You're not wowing them with some gift to come and... Yeah, of course. Uh, this will uh, will all be arranged and there will also be certain events for certain groups. Yeah. Uh, we're also looking for partners, of, of course, to work with. So there will be special events for these partners specifically where we invite them, explain them about what we do, <laughs> getting to know each other and seeing if there could be collaboration. And, and fun. fun. It has to be fun, you know? Business also has to be fun. Has to be, yeah. Yeah. Because you're engaging their emotions, right? Exactly. Fun is an emotion, yeah. right? But an opening party should not be, oh, this is nice. Oh, correct. No, no, correct. let's have fun. Let's have Memorable. Memorable, music, fun. Yes. Uh, I mean, that that's that's life also, no? Amazing. Yeah, and Amazing. The, with the clients, as you said, the emotion, it's, um, if you sell a product, it's, it's, do you like it? Yes or no? No, I go to the next one. Yes, yeah, nice. You hand over, maybe you follow up one month after, maybe one year after. But with the, if you start designing, the design itself is already a process of six, uh, five to six months. Mm -hmm. In these five or six months, so many things can happen and uh, things can change. So you go on a journey together of emotions and after you then finalize the design, you get into the execution. So this will take eight months up to yeah, six talk, years, depending on the size. Talk about uh, big projects, yes. Yeah. But design can also be done in six weeks or four weeks, you know. No, depending, depending on the technical on design. Yes. I mean, Do you ever have like a boutique hotel coming saying, I want my hotel rooms doing? And we are currently that. now uh, talking to someone that wants to boutique hotel. Mm -hmm. Up till now, what we have always been doing is in bigger hotels is the entrance lobbies uh, the elevators and the royal suites other areas we were never interested in but now we're talking about a boutique hotel which yes. we are very uh, keen on 
on on doing because it's a it's a great uh, great challenge. Amazing, change yeah. is beautiful, isn't it? Change is beautiful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not most people welcome change. They don't Correct. like change. They are. And they're, they're, they're the Titanic's who're gonna hit that iceberg and sink, right? You need to be a speedboat, no matter what size you are. Yeah, absolutely. And see it coming. I, I, it's, it's so interesting. Life is so interesting. Yes. There's a absolutely. reason to wake up every morning, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. I feel it. I feel it in you guys. Yeah. An absolute honor, an absolute pleasure. If I get an invitation, I would love to come to your showroom. Yeah. You will be for sure uh, received with a lot of honor and a lot of pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you very much for Thank your... Thank you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I want to see you again maybe in six months, talk about your journey. Sure. And maybe even when there's a soft opening or something, we bring our cameraman and take through the journey pleasure of your showroom as well. That would be great. It would be great. That would be amazing. If people want to get hold of you, although we're going to put the details at the bottom of the video, how can they get hold of you? Uh, you can hold of me, get hold of me by website, social media, Share and with the, us the address. So this uh, website is called treasures.international. Um, in there you will have the different uh, departments that you will uh, link through. Gotcha. Then uh, Instagram is treasures.international. You have treasures.interiors and architecture, uh, treasures.artgallery and treasures.art. Really you have an Instagram page for each one? Each one. Wow, who's going to handle those? It's a huge team. It's the infrastructure of the marketing. Yeah. Is, uh, Do you employ them yourself? Yes. Not, oh, that's the best. Yes. Don't outsource. Yeah, yes. good. Real honor. Thank Likewise. you, gentlemen. True gladiators. Thank you, Darius. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.